Is it a real cat? Yeah, or there is, is it a, like a stuffed cat? There is a cat that got left behind in the Uber. Like, like the Uber driver oh, drove oh, off with I it. I saw that. He really wants to stop. Like, he's brought it up every other day. Oh gosh. Okay, let's talk about the Uber cat. Do we? Do you really want to? We don't have to. We'll, we'll revisit if we're okay. feeling low on content. Okay. Sorry, Antoine. <laughs> I told my stuffed animals about us. Hey everybody, and welcome back to this week of I Told My Stuffed Animals About Us. I'm your host, Ashley. And I'm Alicia. And this week we are talking all things music. You are the music in me. Na 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 na. Na 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 na. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, Yeah. We've talked about music quite a bit in like very siloed capacities. We've talked about our concert experiences. Babies First, we covered a lot of different music-isk categories we've ranked our favorite albums like when we did drafts so you all should be pretty familiar with our music preferences by now um if it's not abundantly clear that we're pop girlies and then we get a little indie folk in there sometimes but it's pretty pop rock um do you listen to rap at all no yeah i think the most rap i have in my playlist is hamilton (laughs) um although i do have like a slutty playlist and it's got some like r&b and rap and things like that i have mm-hmm. a slutty one and then like a going out like i'll hit some like 2000s like tayo cruz yeah. pitbull pitbull's a rapper oh true that's really true mr yeah. worldwide do you listen to country music no but i've been i think some of like the edge of my music taste goes a little country like because i like i enjoy casey musgraves but like she isn't like country country yeah. you know well, that's what I was thinking is, like, um, the Marin Morris, like, Casey Musgraves, like, yeah. Venn diagram of, like, pop country probably right encapsulates you and yeah. your interests. Like, I'm sure there, there's definitely a few country songs that I've enjoyed in my time, but I mm-hmm. can't think of them off the top of my head. That's so fair. I love a country song about killing your ex. That's, like, one of my mm. favorite genres of music, um, just in case. Um, I just killed my ex. Uh, what notes do you have for me today? Um, what was your first ever favorite song? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I would say, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is I had this Toby Mac song memorized when I was a kid, and it's him and his son, like, rapping together. I can't remember the name of it, but his son's rapper name was True Dog, and I think it was called, like, Loud and Clear or something. And that was one of the first songs that I remember, like, sitting down and, like, memorizing out. In my third grade talent show – no, second grade talent show, I performed Nobody's Perfect by Hannah Montana. So I would say, like, those are probably the top two, like, mm-hmm. favorite songs. What What's your favorite song? Mine was Breakaway by Kelly Clarkson. Oh, that's a good one. Or – well, okay, the first one that I remember being, like, I discovered this, not my sister. Like, all the other previous favorite songs I had were, like, my sister introduced them to me. But the first yeah. one where I was, like, I showed it to her was Dynamite by Taya Cruz. Stop. That's so good. Um, yeah. I listened to a lot of albums as a kid because that's mm-hmm. what you did back in the day. You had CDs and cassette tapes and, you know, whatever was on the radio. I have this pink Hello Kitty boombox and it would play like CDs and cassettes. And one of my first like cover to cover, like no skips album was uh, the Princess Diaries soundtrack. And there's a mm-hmm. song on there, Stupid Cupid by Mandy Moore. And it's still a bop, but that was something that like I would like dance around my bedroom, like pretending like I was at the beach, like being Lana. 
Why don't they put Mandy more in singing roles now? I don't know. She's so talented. I mean, she's Rapunzel. Yeah. So, like, she, like, had her... But, like, they don't have her in live action singing anymore. I know. Maybe she doesn't want it anymore. Maybe she's over it. Yeah. She's, like, one of the most talented people. Like, the fact that she can play, like, a 30-something-year-old and a 70-something-year-old at the same time. Yeah. She's In the same show. Yeah. Um, What was... So, that was your first album, though, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the first one that I took initiative to have, and it wasn't like I'm sharing this with my sister, was mm-hmm. Bruno Mars' Doo-Wops and Hooligans. Is that is that what it's called? The yellow one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Um, I also used to, like, um, before I, like, could buy music or stream mm-hmm. or whatever, I would, I had, like, on my phone would have, like, my little flip phone, or, no, it was, like, an mp3 player, it had very limited radio access, so at night, I would sit there and wait for my favorite songs, and I would record them, mm-hmm. so I could listen to them later, so I recorded Grenade, as well as Rocketeer by Far East Movement. Those are really good. Also, also, um, Please Don't Go by Mike Posner. <laughs> That's so good. Um, I had an alarm clock growing up that, like, you could mm-hmm. tune to the radio station. Yeah. And so, like, your alarm could be, like, the radio. And I remember <laughs> this one night. So, this was not, like, my first song, like, on the radio or whatever. But I was, like, tuning the station. And then it landed on Little Things by One Direction. And that was not something that was, like, a radio hit or anything. And no. I just remember, like, crying myself to sleep. Oh, like, yeah. gently. Like, listening to Little Things yeah. on the radio while tucked into bed. Like, it was a really beautiful moment. No, like here, like flipping through channels and hearing One Direction or whoever is like also like it's that's like the modern, not modern. That was like the previous equivalent to like when you walk into a little boutique and you hear them playing like a Taylor Swift deep cut. You're like, yeah, why are they playing the last great American dynasty here? Yeah, peace should not be on in this <laughs> coffee shop, but here we are. Yeah, I love those moments though, and it's mm-hmm. like. Especially coffee shops that have truly curated playlists. They're not yeah. just like TJ Maxx, like Marin Morris yeah. The Middle. You know, it's like somebody actually put on there. Dude, The Middle was playing at every location like no, you can think of. Like Froyo shops, uh, drive throughs But um, I love that. Like when you can tell that some some barista back there like put their whole Doc Martin into yeah. creating yeah. this playlist. One of the other things I wanted to ask you about is... What was the first um, musical that you, like, listened to all the way? Well, I watched the movie musical of Hairspray when it came out. But, like, the first, mm-hmm. like, first, well, yeah, I guess that would be it. But, like, I think Fans of the Opera was the, well, because my mom was singing it. That's yeah. why. That's cute. Yeah. I remember I had, like, the two-disc um, CD version of Les Mis, the movie, mm. like, when that came out. And I had never seen Les Mis until I watched the movie. And I put it on, and my parents okay. were like, what are we watching right now? Because they're not, like, theater fans. Not that they don't like it, but I was the one who got them into it. And they're like, why is Hugh Jackman, like, so upset? What's going on? I made a fool of myself because a few days before the that movie came out, we had some family friends over for dinner. And I believe the mom is French. Um, mm-hmm. Not, like, French, like, she's, like, French-American. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about Les Mis, and I I obviously didn't know anything. And I was like, oh, yes, I've seen that. Less Miserables? And everyone said, no, that's not how you, like, my, my entire family, their entire family. I was like, 
but you're seven like how are you supposed to know french <laughs> like also there's so many vowels in lemas that you're not supposed to pronounce like you just yeah. like graze over yeah. all of them what was um your first okay well we talked first concert already what was your best and your worst concert um i think honestly i don't think i've ever been to like a terrible concert like I've never been mm-hmm. somewhere where the performers like right. drunk or like not hitting the right notes or anything like that honestly like my worst concert experiences are like when the crowd sucks and like they're yeah. just like pushing and shoving and like I'm not about that or when it takes like honestly the Eras tour flopped at the end for me because it took us an hour to get out of the parking lot oh my I was God, like yeah. there is no fucking reason that it should take me longer to like get or, like how long it lot. took us to get there yeah, like, that was a flop, like, logistically. It was obviously an amazing concert. But yeah. those are the details that, like, I remember. And I'm like, ugh. Like, Oof. I remember leaving, um, like, Young the Giant and sprinting to the car. That way we didn't get stuck in traffic and things like that. And I was so hungry because we hadn't eaten anything. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, those are my flop experiences. Um, but my best concert, I went and saw Five Sauce with um, my good friend from high school, uh, this would have been like summer 2019, like after freshman year. And she had um, a cast Wait, on. When did, what tour was that? Oh, no, it would have been Niall Horan. It wasn't Five Seconds of Summer. Yeah. But we oh, did oh, go, yeah. it was the same venue. Sorry. Yeah. Um, we had seen them the summer, two summers prior. But yeah. um, we went to Niall Horan and she had a boot on. And so we oh, got yeah. to sit in the handicap section. And that was one of my favorite concerts. One, it was Marin Morris and Niall Horan, which are just like amazing artists. And they came out and mm-hmm. they sang their song together. But we also like were right on top of the pit, like could stand, sit, like do whatever we wanted. Um, I did piggyback her through the parking lot because she had a boot on and like couldn't walk back to the car. But um, yeah, it was. I had a really good time. Yeah, I think well-roundedness speaking it's my best is probably harry styles love on tour because he he had us in and out of there so fast like they ran out of parking so they put us in vip parking which we got in we peed ashley got a hot dog Mm -hmm. um we it's like the forum is a lot smaller than it seems Mm -hmm. and the opener started right on time and left right on time Harry came right on time and he announced like, guys, we will have you in and out of here in an hour and a half. Yeah. And he stuck to his word. I love it. Um, and like the energy was good. And like, I feel like love on tour because it's been so, like, it lasted so long, like definitely got clowned on, but like, it was a great show. And I think that if it had become more like saturated, it could have like ruined it. Like eras is so saturated. Like everyone knows yeah. about eras. So I think that love on tour was like appropriately not gatekept, but like it, it stayed where it needed to stay. Yeah. And I don't know if this is just like a post pandemic phenomenon like because we bought those tickets yeah. pre-pandemic but like yeah. even getting tickets wasn't that big so of a easy deal. to get and they were like pretty reasonably priced for like what we got like i felt yeah. like very satisfied with the whole experience and it just like isn't like that anymore for big no. pop concerts and i think one it has a lot to do with like people are just itching it's like travel like it's just more expensive yeah. and it's just harder to do because people are itching for those experiences but um yeah i've been kind of bummed with the way i mean fuck Ticketmaster, yeah. always but um yeah that was a really yeah no it's definitely deterred me like i won't even sign up for pre-sale if i don't think i'd be like willing to go through that process yeah it's just it's nerve-biting um what was your worst concert experience 
I don't know if, yeah, it's similar where, like, I don't have any, like, shitty ones. Because like, I'm, I'm kind of picky about what I'm getting tickets for anyway. Totally. So, I mean, I did, <laughs> I did have some stummy issues at, like, right before Lovely the Band. Like, we were at the venue. Uh-huh. And I did make a run for it to the bathroom. And I was fine before. So, like, everything was fine after that. But I was, like, I like I have no idea why that happened. Like, I, I it wasn't like I ate anything weird or anything. Yeah. Um, but, like, I will say European concerts are so much more enjoyable because they're so much nicer. Like, mm. you can literally ask, hey, can I go to the front row? And everyone will let you through. Wow. Whereas here, like, if, they're, if it's the pit, like, if you go to the bathroom, like, you're not getting your spot back. Yeah. No, or you have to, like, elbow through a whole bunch of people yeah. to get there and be like, I yeah. swear I have friends up here. I'm not just pushing for the sake of it. There's just, like, yeah. no – um, there's there's no trust in American pits. Like, if you are pushing yeah. through me, like, you want me dead. Like, no decorum, no consideration for anyone else. Yeah. No. No, because um, we had some friends. I think their – was it their first – one of the first few weeks, their mm-hmm. abroad trip was they went to Amsterdam and they saw Young the Giant – and they're talking about, like, oh, everyone was so nice. Like, we literally just walked up to the front, and it was fine. And I was like, that's interesting. So then when I went to see Lovely the Band, I was like, let me just, like, see if that's the case. And I was like, hey, let me, excuse me, excuse me. And we got literally to the front. And I was like, that was Do suspiciously like, easy. Do want to be in the front row? Like, I'm confused why that would be so no, easy. No, it was, it was weird. Yeah, it was weirdly like, – I just – I have no idea. I was like, maybe they don't like them enough. But if that's the experience that, like, everyone has – spoken of, i don't make so I, weird but it wasn't even like we like took someone's spot it was just that like they made more room in the front yeah so i don't know which you would think that they'd be more aggressive because like musicians don't like yes they go to europe a lot but like not as much as they stay in north america totally and like just the amount of shows that they do in europe as well are more limited than yeah maybe that's why they're nicer because they're like wow everyone is here to have this special have a great experience. time yeah, yeah, that's really what. Especially funny. in Amsterdam, you can't tell if someone like it, like because they all speak English in perfect accents. Yeah, so it's not like they're like dirty American. Get away from me. Um. Yeah, I am very anti-festival for that reason because people mm-hmm, are like mm-hmm. so aggro, and I yeah. it's just like never that deep to me. Like I'd rather have in a perfect world. I'd have a like, driving too. My seat. Oh yeah, totally. I'd have like a seat or a box like at every concert that I go to because like or like I really like the lawn, but nowadays even lawns are so crowded that I'm like ah, it's like not even that worth it. Like if I have to like mm-hmm. stand and push up to get like Yeah, and we to- are shorter, so. Yeah, it's hard to see over people. So, um and like I like being in the pit because I like the enthusiasm of it, but I just don't mm. want to like have to throw it's elbows. Scary. Like no. it's just not worth it to me a lot of the time, especially if I'm not super stoked about the band. Like when I go yeah. to GA concert venues, I'll go upstairs or like go to the balcony and just watch instead. Yeah. Another thing about festivals is like I didn't really because th- whenever I look at the Coachella men- uh, mm-hmm. menu lineup, <laughs> when I am on the tasting I can- menu. <laughs> I can pick out like three artists a day that I'm like I would love, love, love to see. Yeah, for sure. But then, like, so then, like, it's never really occurred to me that like logistically it might be really difficult. But then, like, with all things go, I was looking at that schedule. Like, they, they, <laughs> this was really poor planning of them. But they had slated on night two, Boy Genius, and then Muna, or I forget which one is first. Um, but it was back to back and on separate 
field stages yeah yeah. and people were so outraged that they ended up like putting a 10 minute um gap between but still like people were stampeding and i'm like with like i get with coachella there's so many different genres going on that like yeah a lot of the time even if you do have back to back like it's pretty rare that a lot of people are going to try to like run back and forth whereas like all things go was a very specific a very specific kind of person was going right like i i heard the souvenir cups were doc martens (laughs) Uh, yeah. so like why would you also like I think Boy Genius and Moon Out were like top five biggest people playing at All Things Go. So like that was not smart of them. Yeah, so it was interesting because for most of the day it was they would have people playing simultaneously on the two stages yeah. and then as I got to the headliners, they'd alternate back and forth from the stages. Yeah. And I understand it's for like efficiencies so you can like yeah. have people like Set up, start yeah. and end on time. But also it's like, yeah, like obviously everybody is going to go to the one stage and everybody is going to go like we were there night one and we ended up just not going to see Mount Joy because Haley and I like we had known their hit singles, but we were like, it's more important to us to stay at this stage and get good seats for Maggie Mm -hmm. than it is for us to like go and try and be a part of Mount Joy. You're paying for the value of like, like it makes them, yeah, like the more pe- like artists you see, the more worth it your ticket is. But it's right. just—is it worth the emotional, to physical like distress? And yeah, and like it, I wouldn't say I don't. I wasn't there night two, so I can't say how much of a stampede it was. But like so many people would just leave an artist set early too, so they mm-hmm. could get to the pit early. And it's like, yeah, okay, well then who's like enjoying it? You know, like right. you're upset, like you're always thinking about your next move, right? And like the artist normally plays their best songs at the end too. Like they <laughs> yeah. save their singles, and it's like, okay, now I'm not even gonna get like the one song. I wanted to hear so yeah. it's just yeah all things go the worst thing about that was the concessions line I literally spent 45 um, minutes trying to get a hot dog like it was horrible but um yeah it was really fun energy but I'm not did a big you see that tweet girl. that I sent you that said I hope that when I go to heaven there's hot dog stands like outside of stadiums no but that's so me I love a glizzy from a stadium <laughs> like I know those are the worst kind of hot dogs you can get but it's no, the perfect yeah. amount of like greasy hot and dog, soggy. hot dog yeah. yeah I love it and like nothing feels like a stadium like eating a hot dog and drinking a beer so real what are some of your no skip albums okay um well first I did want to ask what makes a no like a 10 out of 10 album for you do you think that's the same thing as a no skip album or honestly a 10 out of 10 album can have skips on it because sometimes okay. artists just like put too many songs on albums and I'm like, that wasn't the best work. Yeah. Like I think sometimes like it can be a really great album. Like, honestly, like I love Evermore. There's some songs that I'm like, <gasps> I know. And that's Which like ones? a controversial take. I'd have to like, honestly go and look because I skipped them. <laughs> but um, do you think folklore has more, less or same number of skips? Um, Honestly, I think folklore has, some really good bops so i think like of all the content that i'm pulling from folklore i probably have more on playlists than evermore but yeah like i honestly i like ivy i skip it a lot of the time (gasps) it's time to go heterosexual i I know i like it but um and closure and happiness Mm -hmm. make me sad like i love those songs but like i can't listen to them like all the time happiness is long i think here's the thing evermore's not skips they're very specific songs and i just can't always like vibe with all it's not as versatile no like and sometimes like i love olivia rodrigo some of her songs like by the end of the album you're like ugh, i got it like i'm over it but noah khan i think he pieces together yeah really well yeah 
So, or like Harry Styles, like by the end of it, yes. you're like, I'll do that again. Five sauce. Yes. Like sometimes you get to the end and you're like, I didn't need all I of think that. What makes the perfect album has so much more to do with track placement and yeah. how well round like fine line like every single song that comes in you're like oh fuck yeah banger mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. like i love every song on lover but i'm like Ooh, like i feel like i'm like on a hoverboard like wobbling back and forth you know yeah that's the word that's the word <laughs> but like fine line and stick season feels so well-rounded like things totally. lead into one another one another really well yeah. even if they're not like the same like sound or vibe or tempo or whatever right they just are pieced together really well so my list um fine line by harry styles folklore yep. by taylor swift uh muna by muna yep. um i think it's kind of funny that their self-titled album is their most recent album um golden hour by casey musgraves stick season by noah Khan, young blood by five sauce uh when we were friends by backseat lovers Preacher's Daughter by Ethel Kane and Norman fucking Rockwell by Lana Del Rey. That's a lot of good albums. Um, Yeah, yeah, I already mentioned a couple of mine. The one thing that I'll say is I love a good EP, I think, for this specific Mm -hmm. reason, because there is no skips. It's like, I like everything on here. Boy genius. Mm -hmm. Um, I really like Thank You Next, Ariana Grande. I think that's Mm. a no skip album. Um, Shout out freshman year. Yeah, totally. Julia Michaels. it's called Inner Monologue Part 1. She's got a Part 2. Mm. I don't like that one as much, but I really like Inner Monologue Part 1, which is an EP. And then Haley Steinfeld has an EP called Haze. It's four songs, slays, slaps every time. Um, obviously, Lauren Drake, love her EP. Prelude. Um, and then, honestly, controversial, I'm going to say sounds good, feels good. That's not controversial at all. Like, that one's not my favorite, but as a fandom, like, people hold on to that album so, so close. Like, people... Yeah. will defend that into the ground. Yeah. And it's just because we were all, like, so depressed and loners, like, and that's, like, what that album is for. Like, that is for Michael Clifford's fried green hair. Like, <laughs> I know, and, like, honestly, like, the, they sound really good, like, as a band. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, like, yeah, the lyrics Did you see so what crazy. Callum tweeted uh, today? No, what did he say? Um, it was, like, me and... Luke in Edinburgh today, but it's a picture of them from like Sounds Live Feels Live. Like, um, <laughs> like so the red cute. hair and the skunk hair. Yeah, no. Slay. Big slay is going on. But like Outer Space, come on. Um, I would also say of Harry's album, um, Harry's House is the best. Really? Oh, I'll also say Flowers by Miley Cyrus. That's a newer one that mm. I really, really love. Um, yeah. Oh, Good Witch, um, Maisie Peters. Mm, as well. Maisie Peters. Yeah. Yeah, she's super talented. Um, no, yeah, EPs, I really like, I think Semler puts together a good EP. I do totally. wonder why they don't make albums. Like, they just have three EPs. I think there's something, uh, Four like, EPs, actually. To do with, like, your record label or, like, how yeah, it charts. they're independent. Right, and so, like, you can't put out, or, like, there's, like, certain classifications about, like, what you should do, mm-hmm. which is why so many artists will put out a bunch of EPs and not any albums, but I think it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, Sleeping at Last Atlas space. Come on. Yeah. Love an Enneagram. Oh, yeah. what's a song that you wear out like it's a single, but it's not a single? What do you mean? Like, like what's something that, like, is on every single one of your playlists as though it was, like, a number one mm-hmm. chart topper, but it's 
not. Because, uh, like, for me, the first one that always comes up is Disaster by Conan Gray. Like, that's not – it's not a deep cut, but, like, it's not ever going to chart. It's never, like, the single. It's on every single one of my playlists. Like, oh, that shit oh, goes off. Okay. Um, <laughs> Nearest Day. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, <laughs> this is so. De- uh, Waiting Room by Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah. Fine Line by Harry Styles. Totally. Scott Street by Phoebe Bridgers. Yep. Yeah. I make a lot of sad playlists, but for some. I, but they're still, like, not enough. Like, the other day, I was, like, a very specific sad, and I was like, none of these playlists are correct. I have a huge folder of sad songs, and that's just not it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think those ones are good. Um, sometimes I just find that, like, I do only use, like, the classic, like, hits and the go-tos. Like, I was looking mm-hmm. at my on-repeat, and it was, like, Cruel Summer was top. But um, there's just some songs that, like, I find it on an album, and it just lives on forever. Like, it will never go away, like, as a bad choice. And I'm, like, all good with that. I was listening to um, What the Fuck Do I Know by uh, Miley Cyrus recently, and that's been something, like, on repeat. It's not new. It's just really effing good. Yeah, I have also been, like, revisiting. I've been listening to... Well, I know you went to see the Aces last night, but I've been listening to their first album again. They have a really good album. Their concert was actually kind of whack. Concert review, um, pretty good, very crowded, very gay. Love. Yeah. They took, like, three breaks during the show, which, like, for... A concert that short and it was a pretty small venue too yeah. at one point they were like we need to go fix something we're gonna take shots and <gasps> then <laughs> they like left and then they came back and they like took shots so i don't know they're making air quotes here listener um if they actually did or if it was like a joke or whatever yeah but um and then they took another break at one point and then they <laughs> brought out um it was the drummer's birthday, and so we had birthday cake. Elisa? Yeah, and so that was fun. But, yeah, it was just, like, a very – I kept being, like, where are we going with this? Like, why yeah. are we just playing music? Like, what's <laughs> happening? So it was fun. It was a really good vibe, and, like, the crowd was great. Um, I used the men's bathroom on the way out because, mm, yeah. like, that's There's who no was there. there. Yeah. But it was it was really fun. Can you believe they're from Utah? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the little ties. Like, it totally makes sense. <laughs> Can't believe no, they're, they're all silly. Mormon though. That's what's crazy to me. What? They were all Mormon. Oh, were I? I thought I thought you said oh, they are. I'm no, like no, no. they're they're definitely not. They're not, not. No, but one of them's married to a man, which is also yes. Crazy. That's the one straight one. Yeah, she's but, the racist. Yeah, which is which is like the gayest thing you can do. But no, her her husband's really hot. So I get it. If you're gonna be straight, yeah. at least do it well. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's everything I wanted to say. Uh, have you ever met a artist? Or s- um, not like a VIP, like done the signing. No, no, no or but like or like, do you have any like like artist sightings. sightings or what? Yeah, honestly, no, I don't think I've really? ever seen like a musician out and about. I've seen a lot of random celebrities out in yeah the world, but no, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a musician. I know wow. you've seen a whole bunch. Yeah, and I make a fool of myself every time. It's not like I'm, like, overbearing a fool, but it's just, like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I just don't know what to do. Like, I, have I told, I feel, 
if I've told a one of these stories, it's the one about Ashton. But I, I went to go see Lovely the Band perform in a mall. Um, it's January 18th, 2019. <laughs> and Ashton Irwin was, Five Sauces drummer, was there. And I, the friend I was with had met the whole band twice. Mm-hmm. So she was like a pro, like very casual. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't eat. I couldn't nothing, anything, nothing. And I just stared at him. But, and he, like, definitely knew that I was just, like, immobile. Like, and he was like, okay, we have to go get dinner now. And he, like, patted my elbow. I was like, we'll see you at the show. <laughs> and then I saw Callum and his girlfriend at a night market here last August. And at this point, like, a, there is a lot of controversy on Five Sauce Twitter with his girlfriend because people were really, really, really trying to cancel her. And I thought it was not a big deal. But when I, I like saw him, I was like, oh my God, Callum. And he looked very uncomfortable and he very much did not want to. So I like left him alone, but I was like mm-hmm. really embarrassed because I was like, I like hope that that wasn't too much, but like it probably was. And also I like looking back, I'm like, I should have like said his girlfriend's name because then they'd know that I was not uh, like that I like wasn't gonna be mean so but also like he's just out in public I'm sure there was like a yeah. lot of other considerations than like are you gonna bully my girlfriend right now yeah so yeah. yeah that's funny that you've met half of five sauce I know and I haven't spoken more than one word total <laughs> <laughs> she's just there she's just really good at seeing five sauce I've met the unmarried half of five sauce and they didn't fall in love with me because I didn't Dude. speak that's something we should address is like the the prevalence of believing that you were gonna fall in love with whatever band like you went and saw that night that they were gonna like pull you out of the crowd like where did the that whole like your name I did shape for arrows no just in case just (laughs) in case like she needs to make a move on you like no like I'm seeing Muna this week and I'm like oh I should shape but then I was like is that the demographic (laughs) no definitely not wait you shaved you don't shave no not not my legs everywhere else yeah Yeah, naturally just in case yeah i also feel like i do a really bad job at like dressing for the vibe of concerts sometimes (laughs) where i'm just like i don't know what i'm supposed to wear i don't know what's going on i'm just here like please take pity on me i always sweat off my makeup my hair falls Mm. out by the end of the night like so much work to get ready for a concert what dogs do you think we look like like what breeds of dogs do you think we look like um also did you see we're not really strangers sorry we're like three degrees deep now but um posted like questions you should ask on a first date and one of them was are you a hee hee or are you a ha ha person i've been thinking about I'm that for like three days straight you're totally a ha ha Haley goes i'm definitely a hee hee and then she makes yeah. herself laugh and she goes see yeah. that was hee hee <laughs> um <laughs> like she created do you think evidence. do you think that we are kiki or booba <laughs> you don't know Kiki Booba? Who are you talking about? Okay, so you know, you know, you know synesthesia. No. <laughs> so, so synesthesia is when like there's a part of, um, uh, like because of something in like in like your brain links, your senses kind of like two of your senses can be linked more than they should be. So, okay. like the most common one is like color association. So, like okay. you can ask. Someone who has it, like, oh, this is my name. What color do you see? Like, I have a friend who can see color, texture of, like, names and Is that, like, numbers, when people listen you know? to music and they, like, see colors? Yeah, Haley does. Yeah, that's okay. what Haley has. Yeah. But also, um, like, the main way that people get it 
like explain it to people who don't have synesthesia is Kiki and Booba. Because if you look at here, I'm going to do this with you. Okay. So they always, it's like a very like pointy shape and a very nice rounded blob. Tell me which of these is Kiki and which is Booba. Oh, I see. And Kiki's one, it's all kinky, like Kiki, mm-hmm. Kiki. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the Booba yeah. is the blob. Um, yeah. You're totally Kiki. <laughs> okay. You're like, I give off Booba. And why? <laughs> well, <laughs> boobs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but why am I Kiki? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is it because I'm really bony? <laughs> yeah, this is all actually commentary on our bodies. No, I feel like you're just like very, like, this is how like we flow. Like, I'm just kind of more like, uh-huh. I move in blobs and you move in like zigzags. Really? Like, if we were to like, yeah, you know, like those like, how do animals eat if we did like how do we think like i think i would be more like squiggly and you would be more like wait there's an original question in there that i forgot oh um what dogs do we look like oh um i think you look like a pincher oh and i think i give off like shih tzu really yeah, I think it's like the big eyes, big nose combo. Uh, well, your hair is like a nice, sleek brown lab. Yeah, that's beautiful. I could also be like a schnauzer. Oh, with like their little mustaches. I have to get a schnauzer. Why would? What would you do with a schnauzer? <laughs> Walk it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Give it. Sh- give it those little shortbread. Yeah, cut, like the dog. Yeah, little dog biscuits. Yeah, that's it. Dude, I would love that life. You could, I could be your schnauzer. Okay. It's like when people are like, when when people are like, do you need a dog? I can bark. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's not. Would you love me if I was a worm? It's would you love me if I was your schnauzer? Yeah. Would you love me if I if I was a schnauzer? Would you give me the shortbread? And if I was a worm, would you put me in mezcal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how they make mezcal. They I know, put worms in it. Yeah, bottom, but I don't want you to die for tequila. Wouldn't you love to die for tequila? <laughs> no, honestly, like I can't take shots anymore. I'm like finally getting to that age where like I get nauseous just thinking about it because I know how many other bad decisions are going to come from that night. I can do like yeah. a green tea or like a white tea or like a mixed shot. But if somebody just hands me straight vodka nowadays, I'm like I can't do that. Like I'm. Not I did that last people. night. Ugh. You're so brave. Also, mm-hmm. how was your experience? Did you get everything you wanted? So we didn't go to the gay bar and we're also not sure if it was actually a gay bar. So we went oh. to the butcher's daughter for dinner and the reservation wow. was for eight o'clock. There were 16 of us or no, there were 14 of us. And it was just like really messy because we were at a long table mm-hmm. and um, we, there was just like so many things going on and yeah. like we didn't know what had been ordered and like we thought we were ordering drinks and then it just didn't happen. But then they like came over with pictures of, of like cocktails and we're like, okay, that's taken care of. And then we didn't order food for like another while. And then it was just like, we, we left at 10 cause that's when they closed. And then um, someone was like, oh yeah, it's not actually a gay bar. And we're like, their website says gay bar. And they're like, well, I've been there and it's not a gay bar, oh, man. Uh, which I don't know. I don't know how you, I don't, I don't whatever. Um, but we walked there and there's a line and no one's getting bounced in. So the four yeah. of us were like, we're leaving. <laughs> I went to a gay bar last night, actually. Or, yeah, well, I went, went to a gay show. I went to a gay show and then I ended up at a gay bar. Like, right. But it was like, there was a drag show going on. So it was kind of like a millennial male, like, gay oh, bar. Yeah, yeah. And then we ended up at like a very white college bar. 
So it all kind of evened out at the end. Um, I tripped and fell, and look, I bruised my elbow. No. See it? It's kind of fading. Yeah. But, um, I feel like you don't bruise often, but when you do, it's big. And, yeah. Like, it's, I have another it's bruise intense. On this one too. I'm just like, yeah. when I do start bruising, maybe I just need to like start taking iron supplements or something. Yeah. Eat more veggies, but I, I bruise everywhere. Cute. Um, what's your pop culture moment of the week? Um, my pop culture moment of the week. I honestly don't know. You got to start. Oh. Um. <laughs> Should we talk about the cat? Oh, wait, no, no, no. I want to talk about bed bugs first. Oh, bed do bugs you th- in Paris. I've been asking people, do you think, because Timothy and Kylie were there for fashion, or Kylie was there for fashion week. I don't know if Timothy was there for that or for her. Yeah. Do you think they know about it? Because, like, mm. Timothy feel is, like, not disconnected from reality, and he's a New Yorker. Like, part of me feels like he's kind of like, oh, I can rough it out here. Yeah. But, like, does Kylie know what's going on? Do you think they've been exposed, or are they just so, dis- like, physically distant from everyone else that they, like, haven't? been near uh, what do you think well here's the thing and i have personal bed bug experience because the mountain oh. household had an epidemic um a couple of years ago not a couple like a long time ago but <laughs> in order to kill bed bugs like you just have to wash or dry everything on really high heat and so i'm going yeah. to assume that they were in very few situations where like things weren't being cleaned well you know like right. they're not using public transport they're probably staying in nice hotels that are like actually doing their laundry all their clothes are probably being steamed before they go on their bodies mm-hmm. like i think the odds of a celebrity getting beg- bed bug bitten Bed, bed bug um pretty low but they're probably aware like i'm sure people are talking about it because there's just like goss right like by the way yeah. there's like this thing going on but i think our impoverished selves are more likely to like encounter it where it's like mm-hmm. i'm not washing my sheets every day the other thing that's okay for those of you i think considering bed bug prevention you're not supposed to keep your suitcases under your bed because they'll jump yeah. from your suitcase yeah. to, especially if you have a cloth. That's suitcase. what happened in the Lausanne house. Yeah, so they'll jump to your bed because they can move like that. If you see them, they look like flat little ladybugs, and you just gotta like scorch everything. Um, yeah. So like, I don't think she's putting her suitcase under the hotel bed. I don't think there's any occasion where she's, you know, like wandering the streets of Paris. They're probably fine. I don't know, like how alert they even were to it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's another thing is to, like. Are, how long did it take for them to find out? Yeah. But, you know who had bed bugs in when we were abroad? I don't know. Miss Mes- Mesh Mask. <gasps> no way. Good uh, uh, good on her. I mean, as she should. Good for the bed bugs. Good for the bed bugs. Like she seemed like um an easy an easy target. Easy she target. Seen the cleanest. So yikes. Um my pop culture moment oh it's Gilmore girl season it's finally it fall and it's been popping off all over my feed that's like all i'm seeing right now is Gilmore girls which i've never Haley like put it on and i've like watched episodes mm-hmm. so i like know of it but it's one of those shows like friends or how i met your mother that i'm like mm-hmm. acutely aware of it. yeah i'm just yeah. like it's too much at this point should we talk about the cat <laughs> we can talk about the cat okay so this was a listener request from mm-hmm. antoine again if you have requests we will talk about them, but we will be more enthusiastic about this. He just has been bringing this up every other day. <laughs> there was a cat um, on Twitter who was left in an Uber because the Uber driver drove off. and Or no, Lyft. It was Lyft. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were going to the vet, too. So like, <laughs> the yeah. patient is gone. So the story was the guy like put the cat in the car seat like on the back 
like on the floor of the back seat. And so he like got out of the passenger side, like opened up the door or like was reaching for the door to get the cat out of the lift. And the lift driver just peels off. And I think, where is this New York? Like it's somewhere big and busy. Yeah. And so then they're like calling the lift and is like, Hey, like, please bring back my cat. And they're just like not answering. And it turns into this whole Twitter thread debacle and then the cat is eventually like rescued from like some random location that it had been deposited at. I didn't mm. get any updates past that, but like cat is reunited and finally got to its vet visit, but it was like this whole thing where it was just like held hostage. And then the Lyft driver was claiming like, I'm allergic to cats. Like, why would I steal your cat? And it's like, I don't know, but like give the cat back. Like, yeah. I feel like it shouldn't be that hard to like turn around and like return a cat. Cause like other passengers don't, want a cat <laughs> like what yeah and then he took him to the vet and he was fine but yeah so very distressing like, very weird like i know people have left a lot of things in ubers and it can just be like annoying to get them back when they're picking up one ride after another and they're like i'm not gonna drive it all the way back out to you but like i would want to get rid of a cat like i think that's a pretty clear like let me go find the owner and return it so it's just yeah. whack you don't have anything to say about the cat it was already, like, it, they had already found him by the time I knew about it. So I'm like, it wasn't like I have any live reactions or anything. I was just, like, reading through it. And I was like, yeah, he's fine now. So <laughs> His name was Tux. Oh, that's such a good cat name. I feel like mm-hmm. cats do better being named as inanimate objects than dogs do. Than dogs, yeah. Like, I love a dog with a human name. But I... Yeah. Think but also, cats with fruits. human names are so funny. They are. When they're like, Chuck. Yeah. Grandpa Barry is Keith Habersberger's. Aww. Oh my god, I saw a YouTube video that was like, is, is, Keith, is, is Keith from the Try Guys a Habsburg? And was talking about how he looks like one and that his jaw is fucked up. And I was like, I'd kill myself if someone made that video about me. But valid question. That's so funny. Um, one of my friends, her cat had kittens so now she's a grandmother <gasps> she had two whole kittens oh only two wow yeah well it was an unplanned pregnancy so um what's your um, emoji of the week oh that's what i forgot about oh the shocked cat <gasps> that's a good the one the scream cat yeah um i have He's just the- so dramatic it's so camp I've been using the alarm, like the little red mm. like signal guy to like tell people to Is respond. Is it because of the to- government alarm? <laughs> um, yes, but also like it's just funny. Instead of using like the exclamation points, for a while I was using like the be yeah. real triangle, like the yellow yeah. yield triangle. Hazard. But I like the red alarm better as though there's like a real emergency happening where I'm like, urgent, respond mm-hmm. to my text right now. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Um, what is your stuffed animal moment of the week? Um, I slept on top of Olivia and she bruised <gasps> me. Speaking of bruises. Oh, yeah. So, but did I, you bruise her? I mean, I don't know. She's plush. So, the odds that she could do that. But She's I was tiny. like, dude, like, why would you? Like, I woke up and I had all these. She bit you. Bruises. She did as a cow. And that's yeah. mean. So, also. Well, you did suffocate her. Yeah. So, I guess it was like self defense, but we need to figure yeah. out a better system. That way, we're not um, in each other's space like that. You can let Oliver hold her and you hold Oliver. Oh, there you go. Like a triple spoon. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I, so we had multiple guests here this weekend and accidentally, I was awake and everyone else was asleep, um, but I accidentally made Eeyore talk and it was like dead quiet in the, in the house and you just hear 
we could go on an expedition <laughs> or like whatever <laughs> that one is. And I felt like, I don't think anyone heard it, but I was like, this would be really, like, I don't want anyone to like jolt awake and think there's a scary man in the house. Uh, yeah. It's just Eeyore. Oh, we also, um, we went to Ross and mm-hmm. got a four set of Winnie the Pooh drinking glasses. <gasps> Cute. They're I love beautiful. That. I want to yeah. make my apartment more whimsical. I started hanging up like postcards that people have sent me and just trying to like make it a little sillier and goofier. Um, but I think like we have these little coasters that are book covers and people mm-hmm. love them and people love Otto obviously because he's a beautiful cat. Yeah. But I think I just need more like goofy things. You should get those like match bo- like there's a lot of like vintage looking matchboxes or like the ones that look like tarot cards. Oh yeah, that'd be cute. Yeah. Or, like, the, the cowboy boot match holder. Have you seen yeah, those? Yeah, yeah. I want to get, like, a little curio cabinet so I can have more trinkets. The curio shop. I haven't been on Webkinz in so long because I just am more invested in crochet and, like, tactile hobbies. And I feel yeah. really bad for my Webkinz, but I'm, like, it's be- it's such a chore. I know. And it's better for, like, your eyes and your brain yeah. to not be online all that time, too. So, like, unfortunately, they'll have to do without. Yeah. Um, what are you looking forward to this week? Muna concert on Thursday and Eras Tour movie on Friday. Oh my god, I forgot that was this weekend, to be completely honest yeah. with you. Friday yeah. the 13th. Friday the 13th. Yeah, and then I have a friend who, she's in town, like, staying with someone else, but we're gonna mm-hmm. hang out on oh. Saturday, I think. Very and there's, like, a celebration of life at church on Sunday, and I have to watch the kids and figure out what I'm gonna do with the kids. And I have no idea how many kids are gonna be there. Yeah, that is tough. You are a full-time children's staffer. Yes. Okay. Anything, any words for our listeners? Have a very booba week. So true. Kiki.